Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 48. Hello and welcome to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Father Roderick and you are used to hearing Cliff Ravenscraft also on this show. We've been doing this, uh, this podcast together for a very long time, but unfortunately, Cliff is ill. He's got strep and uh, he's got trouble speaking, even though this morning he, he recorded two shows. I don't know how he does it. He, he is in bed now to rest a little bit. And I offer to record this show solo because I'm just returning the favor. Last week, that is exactly what Cliff was doing because I happen to be in the United States, uh, unable to join him on the show. And since Cliff, the week before that, was on vacation himself around uh, Thanksgiving, I wasn't able to notify him. And and afterwards, I I just forgot. So (laughs) Cliff had to do a solo show last week. I'll be... Attempting a solo performance today. I'm not sure if, uh, if, if I'm going to be okay, if this is going to be any good, but um, I'll have to try to figure out. So we've got lots of things to talk about. Of course, want to give you an update on um, how I'm doing weight-wise. Um, I even have some news about Cliff's progress. Uh, at least that's what he posted here in the, uh, in the show notes. I'm sure that he's okay with me revealing the good news on his progress. And then we'll talk a little bit about winter blues. Uh, it's cold in um, at least the world of most of our listeners right now, unless you're living in Australia or New Zealand where it's summertime. But uh, I, don't we all have sometimes trouble surviving when the days are short and it's dark and it's gloomy? Um, we'll discover the symptoms of winter blues and also talk about the possible remedies. I want to talk a little bit about time management and how to manage information overload. And then I want to talk a little bit about food and money and uh, review an article that I found about menu psychology. So all that coming up next here on Balanced Living Weekly. Uh, But first, as I said, let's talk about our progress when it comes to weight loss and fitness and all those very important things that we talk about here, mostly to keep ourselves accountable and to share that with the world so that we feel motivated to make some progress there. And so here we go. It's time for the truth. And, you know, let me start first, to be totally honest, because... You know, Cliff has good news. I have bad news. Um, <laughs> as I said, I I went to the United States last week, and uh, I, I I came to Atlanta first for for Thanksgiving, and I had a meeting with uh, with uh, my fellow board members uh, of uh, the Starquest Production Network, and so I I spent a day. Um, uh, the day of Thanksgiving, actually, in, in the U.S. And, of course, Thanksgiving is, at least in America, associated with lots and lots of food and football. Now, I skipped the football. I watched that later <laughs> in the, the days after that. But I didn't skip the food. Actually, I had two Thanksgiving meals. Uh, for the first one, we uh, we went to... Uh, Maria Johnson and her husband um, at noon, and they prepared some Cuban food. Um, I know Maria since forever. She's she's uh, doing some shows with me, or she has been doing uh, some podcast series with me, among others, The Secrets of Harry Potter and The Secrets of Farmville and some other shows. And, uh, and, and so they invited us to come over, or I think we actually invited ourselves. <laughs> and we had some fantastic food i mean it was just the black bean thing was awesome and there was a a, a pork roast uh, it was just irresistible and of course i i was still suffering from a jet lag and i don't know if you've ever been on a plane for a transatlantic flight but it messes up your whole your whole system your whole balance it, it you know i'm hungry in the middle of the night and you know in the morning i want to eat meat <laughs> and in the evening i was like i am not hungry uh, just give me uh i don't know some some custard or something um and so i was very very hungry that that afternoon so i i enjoyed the cuban cuisine and then in the evening we had another thanksgiving meal <laughs> and uh, that one featured all the classic uh, the classic dishes and i knew at the time that i was probably overeating 
but I was tired. I was hungry, and I was like, "Oh, I'll make it up later." You know, I'll just next day I'll go for a walk or something like that. I didn't take my running shoes with me, but I figured that somehow I could compensate for it. Not. Absolutely not. In the days that followed, actually, in the ten days that I was in the United States, I didn't count one single calorie, and I sampled all the good and also all the bad food. I have to honestly say that uh, you know, the, the I think the lowest point <laughs> during those ten days was eating at the Waffle House. Now, for the non-American listeners, you might not know what the Waffle House is, uh, but it's a place. It's a f- it's a fast food chain. Where um, and you find a lot of them. It's they. I don't think they have uh, restaurants all over America, but uh, in the South there are lots of them. And it is, well, it's just meat, hash browns, uh, coffee. It's 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 all the 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 regular breakfast stuff and um, lunch could, for instance, be a big steak or something like that. Uh, but it's it's it's. Yeah, it's fatty, it's salty, um, it tastes good, but uh, it's way too much. It's way too much. And so um, I I knew at the time that it was probably not a very good idea, but I, I don't know. I was just out of town, I was in another country, and I, I figured, you know, oh well. Oh well, I have to eat, Why? right? <laughs> I'll run when I get back home. And that is always the beginning of the end, when I start to make excuses for healthy choices when I say well I'll compensate later I'll make it up and then of course I get back to the Netherlands with all my more or less good intentions of making it up and compensating for the overeating in the United States by going out for long runs and then I am here in the Netherlands in the middle of winter and it's there is snow we never have snow in November but now everything is white it's slippery it is impossible to go outside for a run it's way too dangerous I mean I could literally break a leg and uh, and so stayed inside and instead of working out inside I was suffering from a jet lag and so in the morning I'm super tired I can hardly get out of bed and I just don't have energy to, you know, to work to to put up a video, you know, a workout video, or you know, one of those Jillian Michaels, uh, 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 what is it, the the, the videos, the, the workout videos that are almost like medieval torture videos. Um, <laughs> but they are extremely effective. But I just didn't have the energy, and so here I am, you know, uh, I'm I'm now back in Holland for about a week. Um, plus the 10 days that I spent in the US, that's almost three weeks without any form of exercise. And boy, the scale shows it. I've gained many pounds. I am now back at uh, a place where I thought I would never be back. (laughs) I weigh 75.5 kilograms. And for the sake of um, our American audience, let me just quickly translate that into if i can by the way why is my imac i always use my imac to to uh, uh to convert to uh to pounds but uh, my mac is very slow today let me see volume weight here we go from kilogram to pounds so that would be 75.5 kilograms that is a 166 pounds 166 pounds it's it's horrible and just to remind you i came from 150 pounds that's what i weighed when i ran my marathon and i was like i'm over, i'm always going to stay at this weight so now i've got to lose 16 pounds somehow and of course the only way to do that is by counting calories and by working out so um that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. By the way, I see now that I'm uh, going back to my Mac, I can I can see that uh, Cliff is actually back at the microphone, and I think he is about to record an episode of Business Tech Weekly, which uh, he does with Andy Traub. And so uh, it's good to see that he's back at the microphone. Uh, uh, clearly, the um, the the bit of sleep did him uh, did him good. So anyway, I will just do my duty here and continue to record this episode because clearly uh, Cliff is uh, is doing another show and and I don't think that he is uh, that he he can be multitasking. 
So anyway, let me tell you about his progress. Um, he lost uh, two pounds over Thanksgiving weekend. I think he already mentioned that in a previous show. And uh, he lost another pound last week. So uh, that is... That's great. That's awesome. I, I wish I could <laughs> I wish I could say the same, but in this case, Cliff is definitely an example to, for me to follow. And I guess that with Strep and, you know, being ill, he's probably gonna lose a lot more pounds. Because if you're ill, you don't you don't like eating. Um, and so yeah, it's perhaps not a very healthy way to lose weight, but it's an effective way. And so uh, uh, people in his chat room are now telling Cliff that I'm talking about him on his show. You know what I'm what I could try to do is try to get him in via Skype just for a few seconds so you can hear his voice. Um, let me see if that works. Uh, call Cliff Ravenscraft. Let's see if he will if he can join us here on the podcast. Doom to doom. I don't think he can, but we can always try, can't we? Oh, actually, he might already be talking to someone else um, because it's uh, it's ringing. So he might be actually in another conversation, or he's not monitoring his uh, <laughs> his his Skype. Well, you know what? In the meantime, let me uh, let me go already prepare the second topic of today which would be uh the winter blues and um oh why not i can play another jingle here the winter blues um oops Ooh, that sounds menacing and winter blues can be very menacing, it can be very depressing, and it's mostly, as far as I know, uh, related to the lack of sunlight. We are, you know, we're, we're, we're beings of light. Isn't that Yoda who says that? We're beings of light, not this crude matter. Um, so we love the light, we love sunlight. Actually, we really need sunlight for our metabolism, for our, but also uh, sunlight has a lot of psychological effects on us. And now that we're entering winter time and the days are shorter and we don't get outside that much, on a lot of people, uh, this, this has a, a very negative effect. Um, I, I think I might actually be suffering from winter blues without real, realizing it. And I found uh, a, a, an article online about the symptoms of winter blues. And while I was reading through uh, those symptoms, I was like, wait a minute, I might actually be suffering from, from this. Now, here's what the article says. Um, there are numerous symptoms of the winter blues. The main ones usually appear in the cooler season and include, and here they are, um, change in appetite, particularly for sweet or starchy foods. Two, weight gain. Three, a change in sleep patterns. Four, a tendency to oversleep. Five, avoidance of social situations. Six, decreased ability to concentrate. Seven, irritability. And eight, decreased energy. And Lynn just reminded me of the exact Yoda quote. Luminous beings we are, not this pinches arm crude matter. Um, and in the meantime, I think that we've got Cliff on the line. Is that correct? Hello, Father Roderick. Hey, Cliff. <laughs> so good <laughs> to hear your voice, even though it is a very low voice today. Um, I was just Low energy. I was just talking to uh, to our listeners about you and uh, reporting on your uh, on your fabulous success over the past two weeks of losing three pounds in just two weeks. And yeah, you'll have to listen to the show to hear my own confession because it's not it's not pretty. It's not pretty. Uh oh. Oh well. Uh -oh. <laughs> but anyway, I I, I just told the listeners that I w was going to try it because I saw you appearing on the live stream over at gspn.tv. You're undoubtedly getting ready for Business Tech Weekly. And so I figured, you know, I might as well uh, get you on just for a few seconds so that people can hear your voice because well, we, we all you. miss you. <laughs> thank you. Well, I'm, I'm sure that, you, you know, I told people last week that the whole, you know, running the show 
by myself wasn't like the new format. And here you are over there running the show by yourself this week. Uh, but but uh, you and I both have this attitude that the show must go on. The show must go on. Yes. And I'm oh. suffering here. It's so hard to talk about these things without a second host. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I'll, I'll, well, we'll be back next week. I do. Absolutely. I just want to say this, though, real quick. And that is I watched last night's Biggest Loser. And um, I, I, I'm sure I, I've caught. I think I missed one week as I, I shared in the last episode you and I did together where it just so happened that the one week I missed, the one guy won the car, mm-hmm. but he only won the car because of a super generous act that you told us about. Yeah. So I, I missed that one episode. But last night I did watch the uh, the episode before next week, which is the finale. And wow. I want to say I really enjoyed last night's episode. Uh, I, I felt very, very um, positive about, oh, cool. about the uh, marathon, the accomplishments. And, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, they're running another marathon. How do they do that? I have no idea. But the one guy, he, you know, I look at that and I look at the guy who, who's obviously still, you know, probably still 80 pounds heavier than I am today. Mm-hmm. And he ran 26.2 miles. Wow. You know, and, and it's like, that, you know, that is such an inspiration to me. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, and whether it's running or something else, um, it's, it's inspirational to see how motivated these people are and, and how they go to extremes and, and how much they can accomplish. I mean, it, it shows us that it's possible and you can do much more than you think you can just yeah. by, uh, so these yeah, past few days, yeah. I felt a little, uh, lethargic and, uh, the last, I would say the last week, I really didn't work out much at all. And I couldn't find out what was wrong with me. It's just like my, my desire and my motivation is ju- it was just really waning. I now know that I was, you know, my body had been infected and was slowly starting to show signs of uh, strep throat. But, I uh, guess so. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was very achy and I mean, it hurt to get out of bed. It hurt to sit down on the couch. It hurt to st- sit up from the couch and it was my back and in my knees and, and just, I was just achy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, have I really been away from working out and physical activity that long that I am now this out of shape? Oh boy. And so so yesterday I came down to the studio and I I, I took the last chance workout DVD and I, I kind of burned it to my to where I can play it on my iTunes and my iPad and stuff like that. Wow. So I, I came down to my my office here and I were I had five pound weights and I did the last chance workout. Now, I mean, this isn't, this isn't like, you know, the, you know, it's, it's not like one of those just little Wii games where you're just moving around. No, that's kind this of is, the medieval torture, uh, uh, game, right? This, it's not even a game. This oh. is, this is, it's, it's a last chance workout DVD. It's all about strength training. Oh. It's about, um, upper body, lower body sculpting. And it's, I mean, it is intense. It's a one hour intense working out so, so much so that I've never, I've never been able to complete the full workout without feeling like I was going to get sick. Uh-huh. That's the kind of workout it was Whoa. yesterday. So I, I'm like, you know what? I got to get back into working out. So I came down to the studio, not knowing that I had strep throat yet. Yeah. And I got in here and I started working out and I was doing the jumping drags and the stretches and, and the lunges and all this other stuff that I was doing. And I got the weights and, you know, I'm doing all this, all this upper strength. And I got down to the floor and all of a sudden I'm like, I've got to stop. <laughs> so I stopped and I, I walked up the stairs and I'm not kidding you. I, when I finally got back to my bedroom and then I walked into our master bath, bathroom, I looked in the mirror and I have never seen somebody's face as white as my face was. Oh, that's why you tweeted that. I, I was following you on Twitter and I saw a, a, a post there and I was like, whoa, what's going on with Cliff? I was worried. Like yeah, you I was overdid it. Too. I'm like, man, I, I, I'm, it's like, gosh, maybe I just wasn't hydrated. Uh-huh. Maybe I should have had some potassium or some protein or something like that. Maybe I should have done something. But man, this one really knocked every, I mean, everything. And in fact, I actually... Um, I got in the bathtub and I just laid down for about an hour and 45 minutes. Wow. And I could not, I mean, it, it took a while before the blood would come back to my face and, and I'm sitting there thinking, wow, what in the world was that? And it turns out that it was strep throat. <laughs> Who so, <have> known? <laughs> and, and I don't know if you know the, the, uh, the, the, uh, symptoms of strep throat, No, but the s- symptoms of strep throat is a severe sore throat that makes it extremely difficult to swallow. Oh, I mean, boy. It, swallow, swallowing is the, almost one of the most painful things. 
but it also is severe um, aches and pains yeah. in every joint. Oh, boy. Now, imagine that severe aches and pains in every joint and everybody on Twitter who said, oh, gosh, I've had strep and that's no fun. That's I, I, There's times when I wish I was dead instead of having strep throat. Now, imagine that kind of pain, but imagine that after doing 30 minutes of a, of a, or 20 to 30 minutes of a last chance workout. Oh no, you almost <laughs> killed yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. It's, oh it's been, boy. It's a, so in my balance this week, um, you know, I, I just want to say that I'm taking it easy. Um, had a lot of ups and downs here in my business. Um, some, some notices that came yes, through yeah, with we're... my assistant and, and, you know, uh, basically if there's anything that I, I would want to leave and then I'll let you wrap up the show. But um, there's there's a lot of things that just hit me left and right, left and right, left mm. and right. And yesterday when I got home from the doctor's office at 430 in the afternoon, I had one of my clients that was scheduled earlier who rescheduled. And when I got on the phone, he asked me, how you doing? And at that moment in time, I was able to say, I'm doing I, I, I'm, I've never been better and it gets better every day. And I really believe that. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm in a little bit of pain, but you know, things, things are still really good. Mm -hmm. and, and the weirdest thing is, is that I should be the most depressed person in the world right now, knowing my history. I should be all down in the dumps on myself. I'm never going to get caught up, blah, 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 blah. But I sat there in the doctor's office and he's like, do you have this symptom? Do you have that symptom? And I said, no, I've been taking extremely good care of myself. Yeah. In fact, you go ahead and listen to my lungs. I guarantee it'll be the clearest you've ever heard my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I'm just, and, and what I found is, you know, I, and you know, if, if, as if I thought the, the news of, of, you know, somebody leaving me at the end of this year couldn't get worse. Um, I got noticed that, you know, something came up and, and she had to leave even more sudden. Oh. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah, how am I going to deal with that? For those, you know that, for those of the people, those people that are not, haven't heard that, but you, you, uh, your personal assistant has to leave, uh, all of a sudden. And, and that was, that's a huge, huge thing because you've been working with her very intensely and it, and it changed everything in your business. So everything and, and so much so that, you know, yeah. I've gotten it to a part where she is a part of, of my business I yeah. mean, she is every bit a part of my business. Mm. And so it's, it's almost like, I would say it's almost like 40% of my, of, of the functioning of my business has gone. So you would have all the reasons to be super depressed. Exactly. And, and, and on top of that, you know, that, you know, her last day, I mean, there were some mistakes that might've been made and, 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 and I'm sick and I'm like, oh. but at, at the end of it all, it's weird. I'm, st I still have this very positive attitude and, and this is a different, this is a different me. Well, that's great because it means that this whole process of, of trying to live a more balanced life and to get into shape and all the changes that you've gone through in well, the mostly the past year are paying off, and and yeah. and you are stronger, not just physically, but mentally also, and emotionally. Right, exactly. Yes, de definitely. And, so and glad so, to hear that. Yeah, and, and you know, well, strap. You'll get over the strap. I mean, that's just oh, yeah. a matter of time. I had them give me one of those shots, and of course, I'm a total baby when it comes to needles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't. You even tweet that it hurt. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted i said um i said uh, they asked me if i wanted uh, a prescription or a shot uh -huh. and being as terrified of needles as i as i am i told him i wanted a shot because i know this thing knocks it out much faster and i won't forget to take any of it right and uh and so um i said and i'm gonna try to be i'm gonna try not to be a baby about it and then as soon as i was done and i and she uh and, you know i pulled out my pants and i, I just typed on the tweet said ouch <laughs> Out. Oh well, yeah. And they always tell you it's not gonna hurt. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it always hurts. No, I hate. You know, I, I don't mind them when they lie to me like that. Mm -hmm. I hate the ones that says, "Now you're gonna feel a burning sensation oh, run no. coursing through your body." <laughs> <laughs> it's like shut up and just do it. <laughs> I don't need that. Oh well, but you lived. Yeah. You lived through it. I lived. You faced I your lived. fear. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank Excellent. you for, for taking on the show. I'll let you well, go so you can wrap things up there. Thank and, uh, you for coming on the show. And, and boy, for someone with strap, uh, I, I really admire your, your courage um, to, uh, to, do, to still record shows. I'd well, probably I'm, be in bed I'm, and drink chicken soup all day. 
Yeah, in 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 the theme of balanced living, I do want to say that this morning, um, you know, I was there for Help I Got a Mac, but you and one other co- normal co-host of another show joined um, my good friend Chris Biting to do the Help I Got a Mac show. So I appreciate that. And if you guys haven't ever done so, go over to helpigotamac.com and, and you can listen to an episode with Father Roderick talking about all of his game obsessions. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, it's uh, not representative for the quality of the show, <laughs> that one episode. No, it's good. It was good we should, stuff. We should, have called it, we should have called it Help I've Got Strap instead yeah. of Help I Got Mac. And then Father Roderick helped out with the uh, social media s- serenity show as well. Well, it was great and fun. So, I, I appreciate I, it. I had a great time. All right. Thank you. Get better. Get well soon. We'll all think of you. We'll pray for you. And hopefully next week you'll be up and running. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye bye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Cliff Ravenscraft. And uh, golly, I can't believe that he's still podcasting on this day. (laughs) I'd be depressed. I would, I'd be so depressed when I were if I if I'd been in his situation, um, and and well, talking about depression, that's where we uh, where we uh, stopped earlier. I was talking about the symptoms of winter blues or uh, winter depression, and I just uh, I gave you the symptoms and uh, just reading them, I was like. I think I have a few of those symptoms. Actually, I think I have almost all of them. And I blamed it on the jet lag and on the fatigue of, you know, just traveling back and forth between the US and and Europe. But actually this might have this might be something that's more due to the to to the well, to the winter time than it is to the jet lag. Cuz I've been having jet lags in the past, but they were never this persistent. I mean, I'm I'm here on day what is it, day 6 or 7? And I am still very tired. I am gaining weight. I definitely changes in my appetite. My sleep patterns are completely messed up. I, this morning and yesterday morning, I overslept. I, I woke up at 9. I normally wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. This time, I'm waking up at 9. That's in the afternoon for me. And um, avoidance of social situations, I'm not sure. Although I've not been outside that much, except for the TV show that I have to do. But um, And decreased ability to concentrate, well, not that much. I, I always have a decreased ability to concentrate. I'm very quickly, you know, uh, disturbed by squirrels and, um, and distracted. Um, irritability, not that much. Uh, decreased energy, definitely Absolutely. So here are the remedies in this uh, article about uh, winter blues or uh, Tim in Orlando tells me that it's called officially seasonal affective disorder, SAD. Um, Well, if you whether you have full blown SAD or a, a milder case of seasonal blues, here are some tips to bring the light back in your days. Number one, go outside, bundle up and take a brisk walk outdoors during your lunch break or after work to get some sunlight. Outdoor light is beneficial even when it's cloudy outside. And actually, this is one of the secrets of run it, runners. That's why runners are so addicted to running because you're always outside, unless you're on the treadmill, of course. But um, it's this exposure to sunlight or to daylight that is very beneficial for your mental state for your uh, your your mental energy to face well everything that comes up in your life two second tip here change your bulbs increase increase exposure to light indoors by replacing light bulbs with full spectrum light bulbs unlike standard office and home lights full spectrum lights contain a range of rays from ultraviolet to infrared with rainbow colors of violet indigo blue green yellow orange red and a multitude of shades between Interesting, I've never heard that before. Um, Another way to get more light in sight, and this would be the Dutch cheap way, which I'm probably uh, more uh, interested in, (laughs) is uh, to open the curtains or blinds and sit beside windows when you can. Trim tree branches that block light from entering your home. Just make sure that the tree is yours and not your neighbor's, otherwise you're going to be in big trouble. (laughs) Three, take off the sunglasses. Wearing sunglasses limits the amount of natural light that travels the path from the eyes to the pineal gland, thereby increasing the risk of suffering from the winter blues. Of course, it's important to take certain precautionary measures when sunlight is strong because of the ultraviolet light that might also do damage to your eyes. Um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, Deborah in the chat room says, "Don't move to Alaska during the winter." That's also a very good tip. 
Not that I had any plans. <laughs> then um, let's see. Here is tip number five, four. Exercise regularly. Regular exercise helps relieve stress and anxiety. Um, that can and stress and anxiety can increase seasonal affective disorder type symptoms. Uh, several people or several experts recommend at least 30 minutes of exercise three times a week. Better yet, get your exercise outside. So exercise in general is good, whether it's inside or outside. But if you can combine the two and go for a 30-minute walk three times a week, perfect. Well, you know that we uh, try to put the bar even a bit higher. And I think that an hour of exercise or fitness, if you can find the time, and I think there's always time to do that, Um it is. Uh, it's a matter. Of, you know. It. It it's all has to do with your priorities. But especially if you if you find yourself suffering from these symptoms of of winter depression or winter blues, I would say just schedule it in. It, just the same way as you would schedule in uh, um, an appointment with your therapist or with your doctor or something like that, or your physician. Um, just make sure that you take good care of yourself because it will affect the quality and perhaps even the quantity of your work. If you, de- if you take good care of yourself, if you try to combat these winter blues, then it will pay off and you'll feel happier, but also you will be able to work harder and, and deliver better work. So um, exercise regularly. Try, try to find at least half an hour every day, if possible, an hour. And uh, if, you, if you can't run, like I, in, in my situation, um, I should go out for a walk. Just have a good, brisk pace, and that will also already be a lot. So, um, then the fifth tip eat your vitamins. Deficiency in any nutrients can cause an imbalance to the body, which may result in a worsening of the winter blues or seasonal affective disorder. It's important to try to eat a well balanced diet to help your body cope with seasonal changes. Actually, <laughs> Since I confessed my my irregular and uh, just plain out bad eating behavior in the United States, that also might have caused some of the symptoms that I'm struggling with. Um, just a lot of bad food and not eating my, you know, my fruit and veggies every day. Um, it might actually have had a, a bigger impact than I thought, and it's not just in in gaining weight. It might also have affected other areas of my well-being. So um, I'm switching back to a well-balanced diet, not just in terms of calories, but also in terms of what I eat. And uh, we've been talking in previous episodes about this uh, Mediterranean diet, which is basically a diet that consists of lots of you know grains and nuts and fruits and vegetables. A little bit of lean meat, uh, but not too much protein, um, and and the the healthy fats like um, avocados and, um, well, anyway, you just Google Mediterranean diet and you'll find lots of great tips. I think most experts agree that this is the best diet that you can follow. It will help you live a long and healthy life. And uh, it also is very effective in preventing a lot of illnesses and uh, even life-threatening illnesses. So go check that out, the Mediterranean diet. And that's what I'm trying to get back to. And, um, well, I'm just very thankful that we don't have a waffle house here in, in the Netherlands. <laughs> or, you know, there is junk food. We do have McDonald's. We do have Burger King. But it's not as dominant as in the United States and other parts of the world. So, uh, and a healthy ingredients, fruits, vegetables are still relatively cheap when I compare that to the US. Actually, I was quite baffled and stunned to see that, for instance, whole wheat bread is so difficult to get. We had to go to a, what is it, like an organic food market to find genuine, untempered with whole wheat bread. In a regular supermarket, it was just, it wasn't there. They have like uh, brown bread or you know bread but it's still if you look at the at the the preparation or the 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 etiquette the no, how do you call that the label on the on the on the bread itself it is very you know chemically treated and uh, refined and uh, it might look healthy but it doesn't mean that it is really healthy so anyway um, I should be 
Yeah, I should be grateful for, for living in a country where whole wheat bread is still the norm. It's kind of the standard bread that people eat. And, uh, and fruits and vegetables are not that expensive. But even if it was a little bit more expensive, I would still uh, spend some money on it because I just know that it will make my life a lot better. Um, let's see, eat your vitamins. So, well, those were the five tips. So that's actually not too hard to do. Get outside, change your light bulbs, or go sit near a window. <laughs> uh, take off the sunglasses. I don't wear any sunglasses. Um, exercise regularly. Well, that's something that I'm definitely going to need to do in order to uh, get back into shape and then eat my vitamins, uh, eat a healthy diet. I think I'll be, uh, I'll be rid of these winter blues symptoms before you know it. Let's see, where am I in time? I still have some time to talk about uh, the next topic of uh, today, which will be uh, my uh, the big question that is currently haunting me, and that is, should I get a treadmill or should I just go and get a subscription to the gym? Um, okay, let's play a little bit of music here. I've been talking way too much. So the other day I was walking outside and I was recording uh, an episode of uh, a show that I do, a series that is called uh, Health and Holiness, which is about physical health and spiritual health. And uh, I was talking about, I don't know what, oh, I was looking for cream soda. (laughs) I was walking outside, I usually record these things just uh, during a walk outside. And I wanted to buy uh, cream soda because uh, apparently this is supposed to taste a bit like uh, the Harry Potter butter beer, which I had tasted in Florida during a visit of the Universal Park where they have this wizarding world of Harry Potter. Anyway, (laughs) it's not healthy. It's definitely uh, has a lot of sugar in it. Um, But uh, I I don't even know why I was recording. I think it was because it was Monday and I wanted to get back into my regular recording sessions and, you know, usually I record that show on Monday. So I was recording while I was doing my groceries, basically. And then afterwards, I walked and I came across um, uh, a new, a relatively new gym in the heart of the city here. Um, And it 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 used to be just an office building and someone just bought it and turned it into a big gym and it looks very fancy. It's it's got this big glass wall at the front of of the building. And so from the outside, and it was really freezing it was like i don't know 20 degrees that evening um and so i was looking from the outside from the snowy city inside and i saw all these people on treadmills you know working out and like wow that looks really good and so i stepped inside and asked for some information and uh of course they immediately wanted to sign me up but i needed some more information they wanted to give me a tour but i didn't have the time and by the way, I was like, kind of walking around there like a uh, completely in, in, in my thickest coat and everything. So it was really warm inside there. It was a, the weirdest contrast. Outside it was snowing and inside people were just, you know, working out in, in, in their uh, sports clothes and everything. What I liked about the, the gym uh, was that uh, they they also offer a lot of classes. So every day um, they have sessions where you can learn uh, martial arts or you can do a spin class or weight training or all that stuff. Um, and it's a, it's a wide variety of activities. And you can also, another thing, and that is pretty rare over here, I know that uh, from the, watching The Biggest Loser that it's quite common in the U.S. that these gyms, you know, the 24-hour gym, for instance, is open 24 hours a day. Well, this is the first gym that I've ever seen in the Netherlands that is open 24 hours of the day. And you get a digital key if you sign up and you can enter and work out every single moment of the day or night. Which for me is very important because I have a, a pretty uh, tough schedule during the day and my the only times that I can, can really work out are either early in the morning or late in the evening uh, or even, you know, I don't know, in the middle of the night perhaps. Uh, but uh, so I like that. I also was pretty impressed with the equipment that they had um, as far as I could tell. Um, it was really high-tech, modern equipment. Of course, this is a new gym, so they probably just 
leased or rented or bought all their stuff brand new. So everything, every almost all the equipment was hooked up to computers. And the guy that one of the trainers told me that uh, what they do is when you sign up, they will do like a test round and they will just let you do a lot of stuff and then they will determine with you you know what are your goals what do you want to reach are you here for endurance training are you here to kind of muscle up and they will uh, tailor make uh, uh, an exercise uh, program for you that will then be entered into the computer and you get your own USB stick and whenever you uh, go to the gym you connect to one of the terminals and it will tell you what to do that day so even if the trainer is not available, which I think is probably if you work out, you know, at three o'clock in the morning, then it's not very likely that the trainers are around, but you can still have access to your training schedule. So you always know what to do. And then of course you, you, the tra- there are like a f- two or three trainers available there to help you evaluate your progress and, and if necessary also kind of tweak it a little bit. So really like that. What I absolutely didn't like was the price. And this is the reason why I never really looked into uh, a, a, a gym because I knew that they were very expensive. Well, this one was no different. Uh, no different. was no exception. Uh, the signing up itself was already 50 euro. Um, and of course, euros are <laughs> a little bit more expensive than uh, than dollars. So um, the uh, let me quickly tell you how much that is in dollars. Fifty euro is sixty six dollars just for registration, and then every month costs you sixty six dollars, fifty euro. Which means if I sign up, and I think the the shortest period for uh, for, for a membership is uh, three months. So that alone would cost me uh, 200 euros for just three months. That's a lot of money. That's $264. And so I was like, should I do this? Shouldn't I? Right now I can't go outside to run. So it could be a way to stay fit during the wintertime. Actually paying all that money might be an extra incentive to actually use the gym. But, um, oh man, it, it is, and I think this is not uncommon. I think this is a, this is quite a normal amount of money to pay for a, a gym membership. But I'm, I just, uh, I would have to save to enable to, to, to be, to be able to, uh, to pay this every month. And then, I don't know, it's kind of the idea of if I pay these 50 bucks just to get a registration, I mean, if I stop using the gym after three months, I basically have thrown away those fifty bucks, and I don't know. But and on the other hand, <laughs> if I if I stay on for twelve months, you know, we're talking uh, uh, six hundred euros for a year. Six hundred. That's that's almost eight hundred bucks uh, per year for to basically to get into shape and to go back to my original weight, which I have been able to accomplish on my own without spending much money in the past. So I don't know. I'm really on the fence. An alternative thing that I could do in order to get back into shape is as long as this winter is going to last and I will be I won't be having much motivation to run outside because of the weather. I could also get myself a treadmill. And then, of course, I looked into, you know, treadmills and available treadmills. And, uh, well, a treadmill is about is about the same price as a, year mem- a year-long membership of a gym. A, a good treadmill, a beginner's treadmill, is about $500, $600, right? Or 500 600 euros. And then, of course... Uh, there are treadmills and treadmills. There's a wide variety of treadmills. What I would like to have is a treadmill with the possibility to train on an incline, which means that, you know, normally on a treadmill, the 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 the, the thing that the the band is horizontal. But if you want to really train, you you can put that on some treadmills and an incline so you would run at a 10% incline for instance or 5% incline that's what Jillian Michaels uses a lot at the ranch over at the biggest loser ranch and it's a very effective way to burn way more calories in the same amount of time than if you would run just on a horizontal plane and so those incline 
uh, treadmills are a lot more expensive. And so, I don't know. And another thing that I would love to have is a treadmill where I can put my iPad in front of me. Because, of course, I'm always looking for ways to uh, become more effective with the little amount of time that I have during the day. And so, I like, what would be better than being able to train for a marathon, for instance? And the thing that I don't like about training for a marathon is that, especially in the later times, later periods, if you kind of get closer to the actual uh, race, you have to run hours and hours every week and of course i listen to podcasts or audiobooks which is a great way to kind of fill the time and feeling that i'm doing something uh, useful while running even though running itself should already be pretty useful <laughs> but uh, anyway i always like to learn and 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 but even if you have to run hours and hours and hours listening to podcasts it gets a little bit fatiguing it's um no pun intended, but it gets a little bit, I don't know, I get I get sick and tired of constantly listening to podcasts. And so I was like, well, what if I could have a, an iPad in front of me on a treadmill and watch TV on it? Or, or, I don't know, watch some videos or catch up on, you know, visual stuff. I think, I, w- I don't think I will be reading books on an I- iPad anytime soon while running. Uh, I think that Jillian Michaels always says that if you are able to read anything, if you're on a treadmill, then you're not running. You're not doing enough. And she's just flabbergasted that if she goes to a gym, she sees people reading the newspaper on a treadmill. You can only read a newspaper if you're not running, if you're just walking there. So what's, you know, what's the purpose of being on a treadmill if you can still read something? And so, but I think for video, that's something different. So I could watch, I don't know documentaries and movies and TV series and catch up on that while running. Actually, that might be a, 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 a good way, a good motivation for me to run. Um, you know, hey, I can run for an hour and catch up on the latest episode of Fringe or I don't know what. And so, but I've, I've been looking around and I, I have not found affordable treadmills yet that have that option to put your iPad there in front of you. So anyway, I will... I will continue my research i don't know i still don't know what to do the biggest danger for me is now to stay to stay put and to not go to the gym and not get a treadmill and just stay at home gaining pound after pound after pound that is why i do this show to stay accountable and to not fall in the trap of indecision if there's one thing that i learned about balanced living that is that you only reach balance by making decisions and if you don't make decisions you will not change your life. And so I, I I should actually pledge to make a decision before next week. Let me do that here. I will promise you that I will make a decision on this before the next show. And I will give you an update next Friday or next Thursday. Well, it's probably Thursday when we, when we record and Friday when you listen to it. But I will, I will make a decision on either purchasing a treadmill or... Uh, starting that adventure in the gym who we'll see we'll see anyway i think um, i'm almost done for today there is only one topic that i want to talk about and that is information overload and how to solve it So information overload, uh, we all know what it is. Uh, It is especially a symptom of uh, these modern times where we have access to so much information on our iPad, iPhone, computer, laptop, and even our, our TV. Look at our TVs. How many channels do we have? How many TV shows and movies and video games do we want to keep up with? I mean... We're spending more and more time in front of our screens, and sometimes we feel overwhelmed. At least that, in my case, I feel just overwhelmed by the amount of of data, of information that 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 it just is like this tsunami that sometimes just can completely submerge me. Now, um, of course, there are multiple sources of information, and and most of them I have chosen them deliberately. I want to have an email. <laughs> I want to be able to check my uh, my news sites by, you know, using an RSS reader. I want to be uh, able to communicate and to be reachable via Twitter and Facebook. But on the other hand, uh, those tools create so much information that sometimes it becomes a chore of just 
kind of catching up with all those requests for my attention. And so uh, I think for a balanced life, um, information management is very important. Now, Cliff, if you follow Cliff online, uh, if you listen to his shows, you know that Cliff is uh, just an, an amazing uh, master when it comes to um, to email. He is able to get to inbox zero uh, every once in a while, or <laughs> nowadays even almost on a on a consistent uh, consistent uh, basis. Um, I'm still struggling with that. I still have hundreds of emails just sitting there. I've got just loads, loads of of emails that I start or you know put in a folder where it says you know act now, and I just can't find the time and the energy to do it. Um, I also have a big uh, problem with uh, information overload when it comes to RSS feeds. I'm using RSS readers like Google Reader, which I, in my opinion, is the best. Uh, RSS reader out there to follow news. I don't want to go to a lot of websites every day and so an RSS reader just looks at those websites for me and presents me with all the updates in a very nice consistent format in one interface. So I'm using Google Reader to subscribe to a lot of RSS feeds and I'm using uh, other clients on my iPad mostly but also on my iPhone to uh, to consult those, uh, to consult Google Reader and to uh, to read through those articles. Um, when I'm sitting at the computer, I'm, I'm using the Google Reader interface, of course, but I'm often on the road, and then, of course, the iPad and the iPhone are extremely handy uh, to, uh, to connect to that same database of articles. The problem is I'm following so many news websites that I'm getting behind. It's just like email. There's just too much information, and I feel this compulsion to read everything. Um, this is what I did for, for for to manage my RSS uh, information overload. I switched to um, uh, a free RSS reader, which used to be uh, actually uh, an application that you had to pay for. It was featured as one of the first applications, I think, on the iPad by Steve Jobs in a keynote. It's called Pulse. And Pulse is a beautiful RSS reader. And it has a few drawbacks. It has a few downsides that for me actually are huge advantages and, and uh, incentives to use Pulse instead of other RSS readers. Now on the iPad you have an application called Reader, R-E-E-D-E-R, which is very a very well-known RSS reader and it does a tremendous job of keeping track of all the articles, but heh, it's just a reflection of what's in your Google Reader. The difference with an app like Pulse is that Pulse will only allow you to subscribe to 20 feeds, if I'm not mistaken. That's already, that's a lot. I mean, imagine having 20 subscriptions to newspapers and magazines. That's how you have to see it. I mean, I don't know many people that have 20 subscriptions to magazines or, or newspapers. And so I can subscribe to 20 feeds. And then what Pulse also does is it, it, it creates a very visual experience of those feeds. And it's almost as if you have a digital magazine. It's, it's uh, well, it's not exactly like Flipboard, which is another application on the iPad that kind of presents... Um, RSS information and Twitter and Facebook information in a kind of browsable magazine-like format, but Pulse does it in its own way. But it's very—it looks very attractive. It's very visual, and what it also does, and this is why I use it, it only gives you the twenty latest—I uh, think the twenty latest articles of that particular feed. And so in the morning, I read uh, the news on with Pulse on my iPad while I'm having my breakfast. And I just, you know, read through the articles. I could just scroll back and forth. And uh, and then when I'm done, I'm done. And I don't see the other articles. So it doesn't create this bad conscience of, oh, there's so many articles to catch up with. I just see the latest news, which is ultimately the only thing that I really care for. And, you know... <sighs> You have people that, that just save up old newspapers because they think, you know, in the future I might still read that newspaper and I, I wasn't able to read this this article. And then, of course, what it does, it, it creates just a whole garage full of old newspapers and you never go back. And so I should treat my RSS reader the same way. I should just read whatever I can read, the most the newest news. And I have to tell myself time and again that, you know, whatever else is out there, if I really need that information, I'll be able to find it. I can always Google it. It's still out there. And so I should not feel guilty about having a lot of unread articles. And so Pulse kind of does the job for me and protects me against information overload. That's why I love it. 
Uh, another uh, way that I've, and this is the final thing that I want to share with you, another way um, that I've um, been trying to reduce information overload is by um, purging my Twitter and Facebook contacts. Now, you might know that uh, Facebook has gone through a very recent transformation. If you want to hear about that, um, you you might want to check out um, Social Media Serenity, um, but that particular episode that we recorded this morning um, is only available for Plus members. So if you want to know more about Plus membership, go over to gspn.tv and uh, just check out the Plus membership. I think it's only 10 bucks a month. It's really worth it because you get access to all the GSPN uh, shows. Anyway, uh, so Facebook has changed the way that it uh, uh, formats your your profile, but it has also made it a lot easier to manage your uh, your database of friends. Now, I'm one of these people that just befriended anyone who who uh, uh, who asked me, and since I've been guilty of playing, you know, Farmville and a lot of other games that. You know, uh, well, anyway, I I don't judge people that play Farmville because I was one of them, uh, but I try to cut back on that as well because it's just it's just so time consuming. But anyway, I accepted a lot of people that were also playing that same game, but with whom I have nothing in common but that game. And now that I'm no, no longer playing that game, I'm still seeing all those updates from all these people that I hardly know, and so that is creating a lot of information overload on Facebook. Not to mention that once you accept people as friends, they can basically spam you with invites to events. They can send you personal messages. It's creating this stream of unnecessary information. And the only way that I found to reduce that clutter is by purging that friends list. And the new Facebook makes it a lot easier to remove people from your friends list that are not Let's be honest, that are not really your friends that you don't know. You don't recognize their face. You don't recognize their names. You you look at their profile. There's nothing that they post that interests you. Why keep them on your friends list? And so I've been going through that. It's still a long, I've got a long way to go. I came from 5,000 friends on Facebook and I'm now uh, reduced it to 2,800 friends. That's probably still way more friends than I can manage. And so uh, I will continue to do the, uh, to purge that list. This is something that I've already done on Twitter, and I, I, I have unfollowed a lot of people, not because I don't like them, not because I don't care for them, but because I can only follow so many people, and so I'm only following about 180 people, and that's it, and it works. And every once in a while, if I really interact with someone on a regular basis, I will add that person to my Twitter list. Um, and I'll start following those updates. But I really prefer to start from a position where I only follow a very select number of people, and then bit by bit I add people of who I know that they really matter to me and that they their information is interesting for me and that I have uh, interaction with these people. That, for me, has been a game changer. It made Twitter useful again, and I'm pretty sure that uh, with me you know, purging my Facebook friends list, it will have the same effect. It will f- make Facebook, again, a platform for social interaction and for, for sharing friendship. And then, of course, both Twitter and Facebook offer me opportunities and ability, the ability to share a lot of what I'm passionate about with a very large audience, uh, on Twitter, it is by, because anyone can follow me. You know, I've got an open profile, so anyone can follow me. It's just that I'm not following everybody back. Um, and on Facebook, I've created a Facebook page, and that is where I post a lot of my updates. And anyone can like that page using the like button, and then those updates will also show up in their newsfeed. And so for me, I think that's the way to go. And I'm already feeling uh, a lot more serenity, <laughs> if I can use that word, um, f- and more balance because I, I'm I'm slowly but gradually getting a grip on the information streams in my life, and that makes me that gives me peace because I feel that wow, internet is starting to work for me again, and I don't feel guilty because I am just submerged by all that information. Instead, I am the one in charge, and 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 feeling that you are in charge. Is it's just a great way to, to uh, well, to find that balance that we're all striving for. So those are my tips. Man, I can't believe that I talked almost for an hour. 
I'm so happy that uh, Cliff joined me for part of the show. That is probably the only part of the show that was worth listening to. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for um, for downloading this show and uh, and listening to it. As always, we love to hear from you. You can reach both Cliff and me via the Twitters. And uh, you can find Cliff at, um, of course, his website, gspn.tv. Um, but Cliff is on twitter.com slash gspn. And you can find me on Twitter uh, by following me at uh, twitter.com slash fatherroderick. Um, on Facebook, uh, Cliff is facebook.com slash gspn as well. And I'm on Facebook, my new page that I talked about. You can find that facebook.com uh, slash fr.roderick with ck at the end so fr.roderick that's the address of my public page we'd love to hear from you that's where you can ask your questions and send us feedback on this show and all the other stuff that we do and uh, we hope that you will be back despite me doing this show solo and hopefully next week we'll be doing this show uh, the both of us together again healthy and fit and strong thanks for listening have a wonderful week and uh, see you next time 